Welcome to the Soul Journeys Podcast. My name is Jennifer Longmore, and I am founder of the number one Akashic Record training school in the world. As a seasoned light worker and ascension worker, I want to bring you the show to provide you with the divine guidance and tools that you need as a light worker and change agent to navigate this great awakening. So if that is something that you're craving, then you have come to the right place. Think of this High Vibe podcast as your guide to the changes that we're seeing in the world so that you can be supported in navigating the new paradigm. Leave it to me to provide you with the divine tools, resources, and experts that will support you in navigating this once-in-a-lifetime epic event. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Journeys podcast. I am excited to dive in with you today. We are going to be talking about deprogramming. Deprogramming from the illusion that was fed to us over the series or over the course of several decades. And uh, I'm, we won't dedicate this show to what those actual illusions were. Just we at this point, if you're tuning into this show, have an acute awareness that the life we thought we understood and the freedoms we thought we understood we had and so on. And maybe weren't the way we were we were taught. We were socialized to believe certain things. We were uh, very purposefully distracted by uh, the entertainment industry to keep us entertained and distracted from some things that were going on certain departments within the government we thought stood for certain things and really stood for other things. We've maybe come to realize there are certain departments in the government we didn't even realize that we exist, that exist, that go against our values. I mean, there's just so much. And I think most of us can agree that we had an awareness that there was a certain level of corruption going on in our government, and um, but we kind of were also socialized to just accept that, right, that Mostly good things happen and a few shady things happened. And now, of course, we're awakening awakening to a whole bunch of things. And the great awakening was inevitable. It was already built into astrologically what's going on right now. We've kind of gone over that a little bit on a previous episode. And uh, with that, though, comes a lot of roller coaster rides. Come, there comes a lot of uh, emotions and perceptions and so on. So I'm going to talk about some of the things you may have gone through, A, to support you in in feeling like what you're experiencing is not uncommon, and additionally so that you can help other people. <clears throat> and I would definitely recommend that you, you share this show with uh, those that you care about <laughs> as we, uh, you know, as they're going through this because sometimes people, and we know this, I know this for myself, can receive differently from people we don't know sometimes, right, than the people we do. So with that in mind, we're going to dive in. I'm going to talk to you about some of the stages of deprogramming. And it really starts at this feeling of feeling a great sense of loss, like a deep, deep, profound sense of loss. And I can say this is true for me when I realized, oh, this thing that I'd always been told was going to happen, but I really didn't think was going to happen, it's here. It's arrived. (laughs) It is here. Oh, my goodness. 
And I had a deep sense of loss for the life that I thought I was creating that was, in a lot of ways, never really mine to begin with, if that makes any sense. And um, just a loss of what was, right? The trajectory that we were all on prior to, to awakening was diff- very different. The goals that we had for 2020, for example, when we woke up and thought, oh, yay, I'm going to do my digital work for 2020. We probably had very different things on there then than we do now. And I'm sure a lot of the things that we had on there, and this is for me included, seem very fluffy, I guess I'll, I'll say, as opposed to, you know, something that really matters. And not that they were important, but you get what I mean by that, that they just, they, they don't hold the same level of importance as we thought they did. And feeling hurt, feeling hurt that we would be treated that way, uh, be devalued, be lied to, all of the things, right, whatever those emotions are. Then we move into shock, like, oh, this is really happening. And all the things we do when we're in shock. Walking around like a zombie, <laughs> uh, kind of gapping out, looking for ways to be distracted, and so on and so on and so on. So that's a very common thing and really just natural to these stages of deprogramming we're going through in the Great Awakening because we really do need to see what is truly going on. And not unlike anything in life, we can't deal with what we're not aware of. And so because we have an acute awareness now that if we're going to get through this, we are going to lead ourselves. Nobody else is going to lead us through. There will be people that, of course, lead the way in certain topics, and and some people will take the role of activist, and some people will take the role of legal advocate, and some people will take the role of community gatherer, and we'll play our roles. But uh, we can no longer abdicate our power and decision-making on important things in our lives to authority, as it is now, right? Then we might go through some numbness, really wanting to check out. I know a lot of people struggled with uh, drug and alcohol use. I don't have anything against it, of course, just that they were feeling that they were turning to that a little bit too much because they were trying to numb uh, the perceptions and and emotions and so on. Nobody gave us a playbook for that. So, even if someone said, here are the things you need to do to cope with the Great Awakening, nobody is able to do that. Maybe we're able to tap into past life uh, memories and, and cellular memory and so on. Maybe we're able to access a, a clear channel, like a trance channel that's literally channeling from another space and time like Lemuria or like Atlantis or something like that, some major uh, pivotal moment in civilization. And we've had many on this planet, but uh, this is our first time going through this differently because we have things present now that weren't part of other uh, adjustments in civilization, like the way that the technocrats, so to speak, rule the world and, and different things, right? We just didn't have that before it showed up differently. Uh, we didn't have information wars the way we do now. And so there's there's a lot of different things. And as I mentioned, we didn't have any real ways to cope. So we had to find ways. And and what I'm hearing from a lot of people is the things that used to work in the past just aren't working right now. 
And so it's kind of cool because I imagine as part of the Great Awakening, we will evolve our coping skills and we will evolve the tools that we use to navigate change. The next phase that we will go through in the deprogramming is denial. Of course, we don't want to believe a lot of what we believed. I posted recently on social media that just because it's unbelievable doesn't mean it's not true. Because we're learning some information about a variety of different things that sounds crazy, right? It sounds unbelievable. And yet, truth has a frequency. And we're naturally wired to seek truth out. We do it unconsciously. So we'll go into denial as a way of protection and as a way of coping. And because we also want to buy into maybe what other people are saying to us, oh, you're losing your mind. It's not true. What are you thinking? Silly. We may have emotional outbursts, just like getting snippy out of seemingly nowhere, punching a pillow, I don't know, <laughs> whatever it may be. And crying, you know, uh, tears that seem to come out of nowhere. We'll definitely have anger come up. Again, anger uh, in part at ourselves, not that I'm saying we should be making ourselves wrong. It's just a natural part of the process. How come I didn't ask questions? How come I chose to be asleep about this? How come I allowed this to happen? How come my intuition didn't show me A, B, and C? How come I didn't see this coming? How did this person get away with this? Why is this? injustice happening, you know, all the all the scopes <laughs> of of what we can be angry about. And then of course fear. Because fear is really at the root of all of this. And for some people they got paralyzed by fear. And some people are still sort of frozen in that, not because they want to be not because they're not intelligent. When we have adrenal fatigue, we go through fight or flight. And then if we don't get out of that, we go into freeze potentially. So a lot of people are frozen. And then, of course, they're being judged by their colleagues and, and community and so on for not being able to get it together. And it's not because they can't. They just first need to learn how to get unfrozen. Then we start searching we go into into massive research mode, searching for answers, searching for truth, searching for safety, searching for connection, searching for kinship. And we will vacillate through these stages for sure. Some of them will stay in longer than others. There's no right or wrong way. Simply letting you kind of take this in and, and see where you may be at right now and depending on where you're at in the stages, and there's so many I'm going to go through with you, you will get to the other side. There was a point where I was like, oof, am I losing my mind? Am I really seeing things that are happening? Like how come the majority of the population is not seeing what I'm seeing? Am I really losing touch with reality? And now that I've seen so many more people 
talking about the things that they know that resonate with what I know. It doesn't mean that I need to live in a vacuum or I need them to, you know, link up with me. It's just more to understand that, oh, okay, <laughs> I actually am sane. And the things that I'm seeing are completely insane. And because they're so insane, it's hard for people to imagine that that level of insanity would live, would exist on our planet. Then we go into, we can go into panic. Oh my God, I have to get all the food. I have to get all the toilet paper. I have to get all the whatever. I have to get my ducks in a row. I have to get my kids set up. I have to get my will organized. I have to get my money sorted out. I have to make more money. I have to go get a job. I have to quit my job. Whatever it is, but that that sense of urgency. And the urgency also comes from a place of wanting to awaken humanity. This is where a lot of the fighting is coming from online, right? Is uh, people each feel that their perception is right and they have an urgency to save lives because they've created the, uh, bought into the story that's being fed around masks. And that if people don't wear them, they're essentially walking around committing manslaughter. And then there are those of us that are looking at folks that are, you know, just kind of doing what they're told, being like, oh, my God, wake up. Why can't you see? It's not because we want to treat each other that way. It's just because we have such a great sense of panic, especially for those of us that have woken to what's going on. And I'm sure we're still going to learn things. We're in an astro, we're we're in an astrological grid right now of influences, which I've mentioned in a previous episode, that are ripe for the truth coming out, are ripe for systems that are toxic and oppressive to be dismantled. And some people, especially those with power, are going to fight really hard to keep certain agendas at play. They're going to fight against what inevitably is going to happen during this great awakening, which is just a complete shattering of illusions. Any untruths, any corruption, any secrecy, any violations that are not in support of the law of one are going to come to light and be dismantled and be reset to where we're going. And the light wins. I don't like to talk in battle sort of terms. (laughs) It feels weird. It's not an energy I overly identify with, and I don't like to be in the polarity and be in an energy of right or wrong. But I do want to give hope that, you know, when we play our roles, when we work in cooperation with the Council of Light and other beings that are here to assist us during this time, we naturally, simply from a vibrational perspective, we're already vibrating more powerfully. <laughs> so inevitably, our agenda will take hold. We need to decide that, <clears throat> and we need to choose the 5D timeline. And in doing that, as I mentioned, we go through a sta- stages of deprogramming, which I'm going over right now. And there's a lot of them. And you may spend more time in some than you'd like. And you may whip through others uh, at record speed that you will go through that, and there's no right or wrong to it. It's just actually helpful and therapeutic, I think, to understand. So we definitely will have feelings of guilt. 
that can be for things we did or didn't do, regrets, things we said, things we didn't say, how we've lived our lives, the way in which we've shared our purpose. A lot of people are feeling guilty that they haven't done more with their message, with their platform. Not that they should, it's just how they're feeling. And then feelings of loneliness and isolation. It's kind of shocking, isn't it, to see how many people aren't willing to wake up to what's going on. And at this stage, we can know that they must be feeling something. Their soul must know the truth. And yet, we also know just from what we know of our our soul's blueprint of the Akashic Records that not we're not privy to everyone's choices in their journeys and how much time they choose to be here and how long they choose to and or need to be on this planet having these human experiences to allow their soul to have the evolution that they need to have. For some people, they're just not coming through the Great Awakening. And on a 3D level, that can feel sad, that can feel whatever it feels like. But on a 5D level, we can actually have respect for it and say, okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you for laying the light grid. I now understand that maybe your goal was to to come here and, and lay them, not to actually activate them and help people transition through them to the other side of this great awakening. Some people are here to play the antagonist. Some people are here to play the role of the dark lord, I'll say. (laughs) Not really a term I would use. Some people are here to play the change agent, the thought leader, the oracle, the messenger, the priestess, the victim, the whatever, right? We we have archetypes that we already play within anyways in the, in the 4D. That's where we tend to live from. Everyone's playing their role perfectly, and it can still suck <laughs> to go through this process. Uh, we then, after we go through feelings of loneliness and isolation, we kind of feel depressed about our future. What's the point? Maybe feeling futile, feeling disconnected from things, feeling disconnected from source. How are you allowing this to happen? Why are you allowing us to go through this? And then that's where we tend to swing up. We kind of swing to the other side of the pendulum. We start to realize, oh, okay, this is what it is. I can't change what's happened. I don't even have a lot of control over what is happening, but I do have control over how I show up, how I want to remember how I showed up. I do know I have a business, for example, to use as a greater tool of activism. I I know what to watch for. I can see things playing out and not get emotionally puppeted by it because I already know that's part of the playbook. I can focus way more on where I'm going and what I want to be creating in the new earth. And I can have some sort of ceremony for myself to say goodbye to the aspects of me and the aspects of my life that I'm just not going to be experiencing again. We kind of have some reentry troubles when we feel like we're the only people that can see what's going on. So that's when it's in that phase that we start to develop new relationships. 
or existing relationships uh, go deeper. I, for example, have uh, someone I was going to for aesthetics before all of this happened, and because she's location dependent, she had to shut down her business and she had to pivot. And uh, I know because we've talked a little bit about her spiritual beliefs and we share very similar beliefs that I would be able to say to her, you know, let's <laughs> let's form sort of an underground community. We see what's going on, and not everyone in our in our community will see it. But we need to come together to support each other with the basics, right? And and prepare for other waves of other things that that are potentially coming our way. But I deepened a relationship that I already had because this naturally brought it out. There was a kinship, and and she's feeling similar, right? How come? People can't see what I'm seeing. I don't really have anyone to talk to about this, that kind of thing. But even online, uh, I've developed some really cool connections with people who, again, are are of the same mindset. People will reveal it. We're developing new strengths. Like I said, we're really understanding, oh, if I'm going to leave myself, I can't. I can't participate in the matrix I was being asked to participate in where I paid a certain amount of taxes every year and I delegated the tough decision making about how to lead humanity and how to fund our systems that humanity needs and and all the things, right? Education and justice and, and taxes and all, all the things that we abdicated responsibility to a government body to. We just can't do that anymore. It's going to have to look a lot different. Because we realize we can't do that anymore. We're just breaking that pattern. And we're stepping out of any parts of our adolescence where we could do all those things, but we always wanted our parents to sort of take care of the big decisions, right? I I was in that too. Uh, As much as I thought I was adulting in life, when the Great Awakening really hit, when I really realized that this was happening, I, I realized, holy crap, like I... Have to lean on myself. I have to really learn to lean on myself in a way that I never thought I could. But that's good. These strengths and, and patterns that we're developing on this upswing of the pendulum are going to serve us in a new paradigm. Understanding what's important, learning to ask better questions, learning to be more discerning, learning to be more aware, really living in a place of awareness, using our intuition more. Being more mindful of what we put in our energy field. Being mindful of what we invest in and who's behind those investments. It's where I spend my money and what I invest in in alignment with my values. Do I want to still support certain countries or certain companies, I should say? Then we have hope. Hope does pop up and, and that's where this podcast really was born from a place of realizing that what we need most during this time is hope and faith, clarity and certainty. So I can provide you all the bad news. I can provide you every single possible injustice. Uh, I can do all the things. But that's just not the role I choose to play. And nor is it the role that I'm guided to play. I really have been guided to stay away from that. I really appreciate people that are doing that. I really appreciate people that are taking a stand for their truth, even if I don't agree with their stand. 
I, I'm grateful that everyone's using this throat chakra. That's one of the things we're really cultivating right now. But I realize I want to be the place where I'm awake now. What? <laughs> How do we navigate this? And giving people hope and giving people ideas and helping people plug back into the things they feel disconnected from, like their vision, like inspiration, even the reentry stuff that people are going through. We went to a social gathering, very small social gathering the other day, and we were kind of joking, but the reentry thing when you've been away from other humans for a few months is the thing. You know, people are talking about it, and, and maybe you can relate to that. I'm already an introvert, so I enjoy I love being around people, don't get me wrong, and I love, you know, hosting events and all kinds of things, but I definitely get my energy from being at home. So there are some things we're acclimating to. And then when we move into this hope phase, then we really want to start helping others navigate this time. Now, for some, it may look like I want to help more and more people wake up, and for others, it's okay, you're awake, now how can I support you? And then we kind of come to this new place. We we finally get to this place where we realize what is no longer. We realize that we're truly in a new chapter, that no amount of wishing it would be different is going to make it different. These influences and these systems are bigger than us as far as the astral influences are bigger than us, and the systems that are being dismantled are bigger than us. So now we get to choose what's the role we're going to play. When I look back on this time, am I pleased with how I showed up? How can I help others? How can I deepen my conviction of purpose? And we're going to keep talking about this journey. I don't know how we can't. I know many people that thought they were losing their mind. I know many people who thought that they they just didn't know if they had another iota of coping in them. They really thought that they were going to throw in the towel. Not so much being suicidal, although some people were. It was more just like, what's the point? What are we living for? What kind of world are we fighting for? Are it is is the effort to fight for it futile? Have we already lost? And I'm here to share, and I don't I don't share things that I don't see as as real possibilities and as truth from what I've been given from my guides and even in talking with other colleagues. I don't like to give false hope. I I think that's very disrespectful. But I will say that that the light really does transmute this and the light really does win. And yes, it's going to feel like we're on a bumpy wooden roller coaster <laughs> that uh, is very wobbly. And there's times we're going to wonder if we're going to fall off the, the rails. So I hope this was helpful for you. One of the things that I find really helpful to use, and yes, I'm biased because I've been working in the Akashic Records for a long time, I share this with you in case you're feeling called. The Akashic Records are an immense gift of love and truth. They shatter illusions. They allow us to see the truth of what is. And in the truth of what is, we can create our future. So we can receive divine guidance for our future. We can receive divine guidance for how to generate income, how to run our business, how to serve people, how to deepen our purpose, day-to-day life decisions, supplements our body needs, really anything. 
So if that sounds appealing to you and you have yet to learn how to access your records, you're in luck because I have been teaching this for a long time. I now have it as a digital training, so you can listen to it at your own pace on your own time. If you go to souljourneys.ca and you go to the store, you will see the Akashic Records self-study system. There are hours and hours of training in there. We talk about the oversoul. As you know, I have to go deep. (laughs) And we talk about how to understand your language, how your guides are speaking to you. I give you a ton of questions to ask that are deeply important. And that program is normally $8.97, but if you use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, you will get $400 off as a listener of the podcast. So head on over to the website when you have a chance and be sure to take advantage of that. It's truly, that is one of the gifts that I'm relying on right now and many, many of my clients and teachers are to help us navigate what's going on. So I'm going to bring you more juicy stuff for next time. For now, I'm sending you off with lots of love, lots of hope and faith, and I'll see you on our next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you learned today, I would love for you to share with your friends by leaving a review so that more people can learn of the show and be impacted by the information we're sharing here. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Jennifer Longmore. And I'd also love for you to visit my website, www.souljourneys.ca and claim your free soul acceleration system while you're there. You'll become a VIP recipient of my ever-popular daily messages from the Akasha delivered to your inbox each day. With love and namaste.